This is frankly the first time we have seen President Trump back down reverse course since he has taken office. This is someone who is a self-described counterpuncher. He never backs away from a tough fight. And by all indications and based on all of my conversations with administration officials, he had no intention of backing away from this fight. He was going to keep fighting. He ultimately felt as though this was the only way to fix the catch and release issue, which Pete just mapped out. But I think that the political pressure became too great, Craig. This is an issue that, yes, appeals to some of his core supporters, but I think perhaps not enough of them. And I think you had a lot of Republicans on Capitol Hill who were very concerned about the impact on them in the midterms. What would it mean? Would it mean that Democrats would, in fact, take over the House because the images which were being linked to this administration and thereby to Republicans were just so devastating? All right, welcome to another All About Nothing podcast. So, we we were actually going to uh, we were going to have a, a fairly intensive conversation about all of what was going on recently in the news with uh, everything, everything going on, everything. Yeah, we were gonna we were gonna talk about all of it. And I think uh, we're doing this midstream, by the way. So Zach is is coming in and joining me, making sure that I can hear him. I can't, actually, so let me see if I can fix that. I don't know. We'll fix it here in a second. So, yeah, so we were going to have an entire conversation. Oh, my goodness. Hello. <laughs> you, you, you have a, a spotter. I'm going to call your scout snipe. <laughs> Can't tell if he's yelling at her or not. Anyway, Zach, uh, Zach is on with us already. But yeah, so uh, was going to have a, a, a whole conversation tonight on nothing but this uh, immigration situation. That rhymes. It didn't occur to me that that rhymed when I said it. But yeah, so we're going to go ahead and get started. Zach, welcome. So Now I can hear you. I don't know why I couldn't hear you before. You're, you're there, and, and that's that's what's important. So, terrific. <laughs> going to go ahead and get the show, the, the show started here. Um, thank you, Zach, for uh, for being on again. Um, I, I, Absolutely. I, I want to say you're now a regular. Does three like make a regular? regular? Three or four? Well, being regular is important. Very regular, very regular. So no jogging tonight. Actually, no. I was I was thinking about it, but then the the monsoon hit for like a good thirty minutes or whatever oh, really? it was. Yeah, like coming down hard, and then you would look now like it never happened. But yeah, yeah, and it would it would feel like it's a hundred and eighty degrees. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it I'll give it a one day rest, but I'll be back at it tomorrow. Well, I, I went out this morning, and uh, when I walked out of the house, because I'll do I, I do a five k every morning, so I do like three and a half miles, almost almost three and a half miles every morning. And um, this morning, when I walked out of the house, I didn't even look at the thermostat or the thermometer. I didn't look to see what the temperature was outside. And when I looked at my watch, because I, I, I it was hot, I didn't it didn't make any sense as to why it was that warm. 
And I looked at my watch, and sure enough, it said it, said it was 82 degrees at 4.30 this morning. 82. And like 98% humidity. Oh, wow. The look on your face is, why were you up at 4.30 in the morning? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, if I'm up at 4.30 in the, in the morning, it's because I haven't gone to bed yet. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, if I'm up at 4.30 in the morning, it's because I was at bed by like 9. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Hashtag dad life. Um, okay. So, again, like I said, I, I wanted to uh, I wanted to have a, a conversation specifically this evening all about the uh, immigration and the border situation and I think that there are some misconceptions about what exactly was going on because as um, has now been reported, apparently Trump has signed an order that is uh, put a stop to the separation separating of families, the, the children and, right. and but here's the thing. So uh, while he has signed this, we, we, we know that this is going to go into effect. Um, I don't know how quickly it went into an effect, but what we do know is that um, they are going to stop separating these families. Right. Um, it, it, well, the thing that kept getting me about it is is how Republicans kept saying, well, it's been in since Clinton administration. Wrong. I don't care. I don't, right, okay, so it may be wrong, but I don't care whose fault it is. It's in your hands. Fix it. Right, exactly. See, okay, so so that that is a misconception, is that, that, that because the White House kept saying that this was a, a law that was created under the Democrats that – you know, at first he was saying that it was Obama's law and that Obama was the one that was responsible for this. And then and then when they couldn't actually go back to find anything where Obama had said, yes, we're going to separate parents and, and kids. Uh, see, the, and, and, and there were children involved during Obama's administration. Back in 2014, there was a mass exodus from some of the Central American countries, including northern uh, Colombia and um, uh, Ecuador. There were there. Parents were putting their kids on the road and basically sending just hordes of children, uh, you know, anywhere from one of the reasons we have the dreamers um, sending these hordes of of children, um, you know, from the ages of like four and and three on up to like 16 and 17 years old. And they, they put these kids on the road because if they had stuck around in the countries that they were from, Venezuela, Ecuador, Colombia, you know, Argentina, not Argentina, I'm sorry, that was, but, but Nicaragua and, and Panama, these, the, these countries that are having some serious drug-related crime issues or dr- crime related to drugs and cartels and things like that. Cartel, yeah. So, so they're, they're having these serious issues um, down there. And, and the only thing that parents could do was basically say, head north and, and go to the United States. The United States will help you. Because Obama was president. So the idea was is that uh, under the Obama administration, they would help. Okay. Mm-hmm. When they got here, uh, of course, there was a Republican Congress in charge of, of – uh, uh, the Republicans were in charge of Congress. So immediately they put up a, put up a, a, a fight against it. But in the end, um, they, dreamers were allowed the, – these, these people were allowed in the United States – um, there was a, I think a lax, a, they, they laxed on some of the immigration laws that were in place in order to allow these people to come into the United States and seek asylum as children. Hence how we have the dreamer act from there, um, moving into what we now have, because in that situation, there were, there, there were at least one or two photographs that did get out of, some children being detained, not necessarily in a 
and, and like they were arrested or anything like that, but that they were in a um, they were in a situation where I guess they were behind a chain link fence somewhere. Well, uh, it, it, looked, it looked like a warehouse that was um, just built with walls that were fenced. And then for sleeping arrangement, it was solar solar blankets or whatever you call them with basically nap time pads on the ground. Oh, you're talking about the one now. Oh yeah, well, I yeah, yeah. Know, I thought that's what you were talking no, about. That, well, there were so back when Obama was president, there was a photo that leaked that did in that did make it look like there were children on the floor or laying on mats. But mm. this was this was from four years ago, and it was only oh, two okay. children. So there there was a picture that leaked, and uh, the the administration tried to jump on it to prevent it from getting out. It still got out. That's that's just how things are now. Um, but there well, was shame on them too. Well, yeah, no. And, and, and again, I'm not, I, I, I am not a fan of Obama. I think, I think that there were things that Obama did that he, that, that he could have prevented. We could have, you know, the, the whole idea that the banks can't fail because they're too big and they're too important in the United States is just asinine. I say, let the right. banks fail. Screw the yeah, banks. Absolutely. Especially since all they did was turn around and, and take the trillions of dollars that was basically just handed over to them. They took that money and then fed it right back to their executives and their CEOs and their board members. I mean, they didn't. It didn't go into actually helping America. Uh, honestly, I mean, with the help of uh, Obama's um, policies and 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 whatnot on um, creating jobs and such, or or, or allowing or, or giving companies and and businesses uh, tax breaks that they needed in order to reinvest in the American workforce. I, I don't think we'd be where we're at because you know. When he handed those banks the monies, they they didn't do anything with it. They, it, I mean, it was basically status quo for them. They 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 took the money and ran. And all right, if, and if you wanted to save your banking business and you wanted to keep your job, then make decisive cuts, right? Like inflated salaries and things like that. Exactly. Cut, cut off branches that don't need to be utilized. Exactly. Get out, get, get out of certain um, business aspects that are not profiting you and may have contributed to your downfall. I agree. To something like it wasn't a bank, but to uh, Ford Motor Company's credit, they didn't get a bailout. What did they do? They cut, they cut off Mazda. They cut off Jaguar. They cut off Land Rover. They cut off all that. There's ways of getting around it. And they didn't want to do that because I like my cushion. Right. Well, and even now (laughs) Ford has recognized that, that the industry right now is reaching sort of a low when it comes to some of these larger vehicles. And the fact that uh, Ford was investing so much money into research and development in products that probably weren't going to be in a price range that was available to, to you and me or, you know, just, every, right. you know, it's Americans. And what they've done is they've cut themselves. They've, they've cut research and development. They're not going to build but like a handful of vehicles until the uh, until there is the availability of people that can buy the other vehicles. So Ford has gone and done another uh, another situation for themselves where they've said, well, this is just how it is, so we're just going to we're we're going to ride this wave until until it calms down and then once it calms down, we'll come out with a an F1 yeah, an F150 that's got Well, and see that they've quit they've they've decided to quit making uh like at least like three or four of their cars that they right. now produce. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just guess what? Because they don't want a government handout, they're gonna they're gonna go and do what's necessary to keep their business profitable. Exactly, exactly, and and I think that's an admirable thing. From I a agree. Giant corporation, especially from Ford, whose cars literally suck. So, <laughs> all right, Barry, we'll fight the next time I see you. <laughs> I mean, look, found on road dead, you know. 
first on race day. <laughs> Not lately. But I mean, I <laughs> ease up, ease up. <clears throat> I didn't see uh I didn't I, I, didn't I was see... driving a Chevy around the NASCAR. Yeah, I was going to say I didn't see Dale Earnhardt driving a Ford. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> well, you didn't see Dale Earnhardt winning all the time either, did you? That's true. Junior. <laughs> well, I mean Senior sure senior senior won a few races yeah but you know anyway that's either way i look I, i'll be completely honest sidebar while i like watching nascar on a sunday afternoon when i'm heavily dosed in either alcohol or other substances that that tend to put me right life. over the edge yeah there you go life whatever no, weed come on so <laughs> when you know if 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 it's gotten to the point where i'm exhausted putting on some nascar is 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 just what it takes to get you right over the edge to sleep that's just For it's, sure. it's perfect you know and here we go up on the left turn and another <laughs> left so all of that aside, the, the whole conversation tonight was going to be about some of the misconceptions and, and everything that was going on with this immigration situation. And um, it, 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 it came to a head today with the president signing an executive order, um, basically detailing that they would stop separating children from the parents. Now. Right. It, go ahead. No, no, no I was just going to say, I, I, I don't know where it it actually goes from here they they're saying that this was uh, trump is saying that this is this will solve the problem this will solve the problem of the children being separated from their parents um, but it would lead it, but uh, let's see you said but that it, it wouldn't end his administration's zero tolerance so what does that mean so now what is zero tolerance um, are they just going to uh, basically are they going to form a blockade that doesn't allow people to come into the united states and, and if if that's the case, then technically, I guess that's his wall. We don't we don't really need to worry about you know this. Well, right. Like I agree that if if you're going to come into this country, yes, you should absolutely come in legally. Yeah. Now, a shoe on the other foot. If I was in Mexico and stuff was real bad, of course I'd be trying to get in. Sure. And, um, and and I would try to come in legally. I I mean, but here's right. so there's I, one there's one checkpoint. Yeah. Exactly. Then, the the caveat to all of this is that there are there are only a few num there are only a few checkpoints and basically the major highways that are coming out of Mexico into the United States are considered checkpoints by our immigration uh, services and uh, immigration and customs. So we have we have several highways that come in from Mexico, um, but if if you without denying what that is or, or or what they're there for if you if you if you look at those and you say well they can come in through there it's complete bullshit okay i i if you've ever gone into mexico and come back from mexico those checkpoints are they flow a lot better let's just say for commerce the, the the idea that that we have um, trucks coming in and out of the United States into Mexico and out of Mexico into the United States is so so these checkpoints are are mostly for commerce and it is it is not an ideal situation for people to just walk through these checkpoints to seek asylum and I and I was talking with Zach this week I said I said you know if because most of these people coming across the border are literally walking into the arms of ICE agents. I mean, the ICE agents know where they're crossing. The, these these people coming across the border see the ICE agents. They're walking right up to them. No one is running. I mean, I'm sure there are, but from from what is being reported on the border by the news and 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 whatnot, the videos that's coming out of it, it's people literally crossing a river 
And then ICE agents are just rounding them up. And at times, even on the border, they were actually round. They were taking the parents into one bus and they were taking the kids into another one. So they well, were. Is there ever a silver lining at the end of that? Like, what what would be their reason for just walking straight up to an ICE agent? Is there is there a scenario where they do get asylum in the U.S. or is it just a total shit fest? Honestly, honestly, I don't I don't know what the Trump administration actually had in place to take care of them once people had been detained, because I know that essentially the adults. Uh, anyone over the age age of 18 was basically being arrested and then detained for illegal uh, crossing of the border. Right. Um, again, I, I, I feel like if we know where they're crossing and we know what the purpose in them crossing is and we know that they are coming across to seek asylum, we have what we call the State Department, which could absolutely just set up a lemonade stand along with some papers that people can fill out, you know, to, to, to seek asylum. They could they could go ahead and sign up for asylum or however all that works. But, you know, we did not give them the, the you know, we want them to seek asylum. We want them to come across legally. But a lot of the problem is, is that there's misinformation that's been given to these families that are making their way towards the United States. They think that they're going to come to the United States and be welcomed. They think that they're going to come to the United States and 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 have the opportunity to start a new life because that's what they're being told. And shit, even their even their own governments are telling them this. It's yeah. it's not safe here. Go go north, go to the United States, you'll be safe there. So they are being told by their own governments that this is where they need to come to and our State Department hasn't done anything to say, no, no, that's not true. We're not, you know, it used to be that, that we had, like, the CIA, and, and, and they would drop pamphlets from the sky and tell people, hey, we're going to bomb your city tomorrow. Why can't we drop pamphlets from the sky and say, hey, if you're headed towards the United States, head towards the highway, get on, go, go, towards, one of, go towards one of our actual checkpoints, and you can then seek asylum there. But we're not doing any of that. This is this has all been what feels like is a show of force that President Trump can give to his base. He can basically say, "Look, I did what I could to stop these uh, these children, but these crazy uh, the moderate Republicans and these left wing liberals they had a problem with it. Now we have this influx of children that are now you know in the United States, and we they haven't said they they have not sought asylum. They have not uh, they have not done what they need to do so that they can become legal citizens of this country. It's just I, you know we we've set them up to fail. I can't I I just I can't believe that all these people are going to come. And, and truly, honestly believe that that they're going to be welcomed into the United States. I feel like for decades and decades that that's not the case. And word travels for the ones who who make it down and make it into the United States illegally or legally. My experience with them is they 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 do send money home for it, and they know it's 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 a gamble. It's right. It isn't. It, it it's a gamble to be here. That the, they have to go to Raleigh and go to their um uh uh, but, uh it's an embassy, I guess, or whatever that's up there. Right. But they there's consulate, yeah. Consulate. That's what it is, and they have to like check in. But it's really weird because they know word word has to trickle down over all these years to Mexico that like. Yo, you're gonna swim, crawl, jump, and run. Like that's what you have to do, and that 
it may sound like um, a little non-PC to say that. That's the literal truth. It, yeah. it is It is like American Ninja Warrior for like 50 miles of straight yeah. hardship. And they, I think that's a known thing. Like you, they have to be prepared for that. They may be, and I think I think the biggest thing is to them it is worth the risk because of the people who have made it who say, "Hell yes, America is dope," but you really have to be smart. Yeah, that's what that's why this whole kind of thing to me is perplexing, and I will be the first person to tell you I don't I can't begin to truly understand it, but I want to. Yeah, well, and and but see, and and I ha- I I feel like I need to. And, and I don't know if it's me attacking this administration or not, but or or even previous administrations. But, you know, the idea that people want to I mean, if if they know that it be OK, so OK, let me just start from here. So um, say someone coming from Ecuador has to cross, you know, through Panama and Nicaragua and Costa Rica and, and, and then Belize or Mexico. And they, they they have to cross all of these countries in order to get all the way to the Mexico-American border, U.S. border. Um, most of those borders south of us are open. There is there is not an immigration issue that is politically brought up. I mean, it, I mean, this is essentially what this is: is this is a giant political thing. It's not necessarily about trying to keep, you know, Mexico. The idea behind trying to keep terrorists out. We're not keeping terrorists out of the United States well, from Mexico. And real quick. It- do you think this is an inflated issue? Yes. Do you think? So, okay. Yeah. And so, do you think maybe this is a, a a distraction from other things? I do. I do. I don't think that President Trump wants us. I, I don't think that President Trump and his administration want us talking about North Korea right now. He mentioned it when he was signing that. Sure. Um, sure. Of course. But I I I don't think he wants them. I don't think he wants the media beating up on him and and his decision to go to North Korea because first of all it was just stupid as hell. I mean, we we didn't do anything in North Korea that that anyone else has done before except give Kim Jong Un the ability to stand in front of cameras with the president of the United States. And well, yeah. <laughs> he looked like a schmuck standing up there. I mean, both of well, them did, looked just asinine. Did you uh did you watch John Oliver uh last week tonight yeah, I did. on Monday? Yeah. So when he was talking about he was talking about Trump coming up and being like I want my people to, to his people stand up at attention when he oh, speaks. Yeah. I want that too. It's oh, like yeah. tat, 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 tat. Do do what? Yeah. Like he, he really wants that un, unconditional devotion. Yeah. From absolutely. his people. Well and, and go ahead. It's a smoke and mirror it's, it's just he's gonna throw any smoke and mirror show out there to, to Oh yeah, the Mexicans are coming across. But look what I just did. I, we're not separating families anymore. These these damn Democrats. Look what right. they did. Now now I'm fixing it. Yeah, I'm it's like I'm the compassionate a, president. Yeah, no, you're not, bro. <laughs> that you did exactly what you should have done. I don't care if it was there before or after or what or if it's your, somebody should have fixed it. And if you're actually gonna fix it and this does something, fine. Now how how are these immigration officers gonna find whose kids he? Right. They've already been separated. How are you going to take those kids and match them back up with the parents that are currently being detained in these right. facilities in, in uh, Arizona, you're take Texas? You're going to through and she's going to be like, uh, you're done there, you're, you're done there, Pablo. Like, how, would, like how, how are you going to do that? No idea. No idea. It is it is a mess of messes. It, is, I, it doesn't I, – to me, I, I don't know how you even – I mean, you can't even, like, zero this out and be like, all right, we're going to start over. I mean, no. you literally have – 
they 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 have two thousand some odd kids being held in in rundown old WalMarts that no longer are being run by the Walton family, you know. And and here's the amazing thing. Okay, so one of the things I don't think people know much about is the fact that with these detention centers that were created for both the adults and the children, they're they're using these these old abandoned Walmarts, and they're not necessarily abandoned. Walmart still owns them, but there was preparation done. Go ahead. So there's one thing I want to add to that, and this is not a conspiracy theory, but it does come from a conspiracy theory. You've heard of Jade Helm? Sure. So people in Texas kept talking about all these Walmarts that were emptying, emptying out and they were clearing them out. And of course, like people like um, the Infowars and stuff like that took it and ran. But I think now you're seeing exactly what these empty Walmarts were used for. Right. Exactly what they were used for. They were clearing out and people were paying attention to Jade Helm and like, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be this covert thing where the, the military was supposed to be uh, conducting uh tests where they could they could spy on each other and it was kind of like a big game of tag right throughout texas well i honestly think and i and i could be wrong and i'm i'm one of those people who's open to evidence but well i'm thinking they cleared out these walmarts exactly for this exact situation right well and that's what that's what um so (laughs) not only that but they've been preparing for this for months so this this didn't start last week this this started a couple weeks this started actually a couple months ago where the in jade helm was 2015 right so so here's 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 the issue is that these these walmarts that they're using are still owned by the walton family or the walton corporation or walmart sam's club The, the basically these these locations are still owned by the corporation they are currently being rented out by the federal government here in the United States, and the federal government is using them to detain people. This was all started months ago. They they began preparing for this months ago, and when they began preparing for it, it was part of what they were doing was they were they were um, they were taking control of these facilities. They were building these facilities out with chain link fences inside. They actually, in some of them, set them up so that they had. Uh, they, they actually have dormitories built into them. There's no ceilings to these rooms, but there are dormitories where they have five and six beds in them. And in some cases, they have five and six beds that are bunk beds. So they they were preparing for this. This was not an onslaught that just all of a sudden came up and they weren't prepared for. This right. was being set up months ago. So they knew what this was going to be. Now, when, when they take and they blame Obama for this, so they say that this was a Democrat law, that they're, they are simply enacting, they are simply running on a law for that the Democrats created. It's, it's bullshit. This was not. This was a policy that both President Trump and uh, AG uh, Attorney General J- uh, Jeff Sessions actually. A.K.A. Ag- Dobby the Elf. Yeah, they, they came up with this. This was something that they came up with. This was a policy that the that Trump um, enforced on the Justice Department, and then uh, Jeff Sessions ran with it. Now is well, it? And then, go ahead. <laughs> well, you saw what uh, you saw what Jeff Sessions said in his defense for it, right? Which part? The the, the one about from the Bible, the Bible quote. Yeah, oh. yeah. and it, <laughs> that 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 the government has the laws, and that God has ordained the government. Yeah. You better get just just no. Yeah, stop it. And if you read ten passages down. The rest of it is how how you should love your neighbor yeah. and love the like. All right, so there comes your picking and choosing. Exactly, get that shit out of here. Exactly, like get out of here. I, picking and choosing what you want to read. For the life of me, I I I, I do not understand 
how, how do you think it's possible that the administration uh, and, and every facet of of the administration underneath the White House do you think that they recognize the hypocrisy that that they recognize that yes you know they're being I. I don't, no, even, I don't. I don't. I don't. Think I don't think they do. I, think, I don't. Even if it's coming out of my mouth, I don't. I don't think that it's even possible. I think. Well, that, when you su- you surround yourself, your closest people with are, are the people who who are going to tell you how great of a job you were doing, and that agree that will agree with you on you on your train of thought. Right. And the only force feedback you're going to get is from the people who are farther away, and their word means nothing to you. The media can say A, B, C. Which is not the way it should be. You're an elected right. representative. Right. Not the way it should be, but your inner circle, your people around you are going to tell you that you're doing the right thing. And that's what they're going to feed off of. Is they're like, ignore the critics and everything. You're doing the right thing, Jeff. Here's what you have to do. Right. Exactly. And I, I, I honestly think there's no one there to go like, hey, wait, wait a minute. And if they did, they get fired. Right. That's just what happens. I, I, it, I, I, I still cannot actually wrap my head around how it was that this all came to be without the when this began months ago I get that people didn't necessarily see that it was going on there was there were reports here and there about you know there were children there were the 1500 children that went missing you know they the the, the administration the federal government couldn't find these 1500 children that children that came across the border and they were just lost well when that they were lost they knew where they were the whole time they'd already put them in a detention center and they and and the reason that the federal government didn't recognize them as being um a, 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 there was no paperwork there was there was nothing to indicate here's the thing i i wonder how many i i wonder and i i i, I pray that there's that there's there's no one that's been affected like this but i i wonder if there has been any loss of life i wonder if there are any children that have been um, abused or, or or harmed that that there's been loss of life or that there's been emotional damage. I mean, I, I, I imagine there's emotional damage. There there could not possibly have not been emotional damage from this. But well, it, when the kid when those kids come out and if they get reunited with their parents, then that's when you'll have to cure them out. Right. Right. Are we gonna? And, I wonder if we're gonna. I just I. I, I I feel like that there's enough. Well, and if if you do, it'll be labeled as propaganda and lies. Of course, of course, every single time, every single time. The <sighs> truth is not that hard to find. It, it, it just other bad people will dilute it, right? And and, and make it difficult for everyone else. It's it, what what infuriates me the most is is like people that I work around that have this ability to put on blinders when it comes to situations like this and I hear the conversations and I, I, I tend not to open my mouth because frankly I don't know that any of them want to hear my opinion and, and, and if they do they'll ask and the ones that do ask will end up regretting it but you know I, I just I, I for the life of me I, I do not understand how Republicans as the you know the the the, the party of um uh, life the the of of pro life the the party of family the party of 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 uh, the, uh you know the, they keep claiming to be the party of lincoln you know the the idea that he was the he 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 held the country together that that he did what he had to 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 to, to free the slaves and 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 he did he did things that don't really associate themselves now with the republican party because of course there was the flip flop and when 
when I hear them say things like, well, you know, the Republican, you know, Trump being a Republican wouldn't do this unless he actually had to. And it's like, no, he's totally doing it, even though he doesn't have to. I mean, he he totally screwed over in like the 90, 80, late 80s, early 90s, a bunch of Polish immigrants who worked for over a oh, year. Yeah. Uh, like, like, dude, this man got he got on the phone and said his name was Baron. Yeah. It, just to lie to people like yep. So you think Trump, because you saw him on uh, whatever his show was, The uh, uh, Apprentice. Apprentice. Yeah. Okay, so you enjoyed that show. That's not Donald Trump. Donald Trump's real person. No, well, I guess part of it probably is just arrogance. I don't know. I question whether or not. So, you know. I, I, I can't remember who I was talking to. Maybe it was you. Um, I was I was saying that, you know, when when The Apprentice was on, it was not one of those shows that I watched. And, you know, his claim that it was the number one rated they show it to me in school. Really? Well, I kid you not. Well, so it was I it was not a show that I ever watched because I didn't find it interesting, except for the one season. I think I watched maybe an episode or two when Snooki was on and they had um, I think Gary Busey was on one season. But I'd only watch the show if I, you know, if someone said that there was a lot with Gary Busey and because Gary Busey is just insane. I love him. I think that he. Yeah, exactly. I think that he is. He is just crazy enough that that I would let him be in my family. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have Gary Busey there. He's like, "What are you guys doing?" There was a great show on Comedy Central that was uh, I can't I can't remember what it was called, but it was it was basically this comedian this this twenty five twenty six year old comedian who came up with this show idea, and they and Comedy Central ran with it. Where basically he spent days with Gary Busey and they filmed it. And, really? Oh, uh, if if I can, if I'll I'll search for it. But yeah, if if uh, if you get an opportunity, this this show was just it's, it was called I'm with Busey. Um, I've hated Gary Busey since Under Siege. <laughs> <laughs> People may not remember. Yeah, he was in that movie. and He was a dick. Yeah. Well, and and I didn't like his. I didn't like. I think it was his nephew. Was it Tom? Was his? I can't remember. What it was. Tommy Lee Jones? No, 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 no. He was he uh, his his nephew. His nephew was in Starship or Storm, Starship Troopers. Um, oh, oh, Big Teeth. Yeah, just like him. Yeah, another Big Teeth guy. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was uh, yeah, that's Homeboy's. Uh, God, underrated movie by the way, Starship Troopers. Oh, first, I thought it was phenomenal. First rated R movie I saw in the theater with my dad. Really? Oh, yeah. Dang. Well, there you go. <laughs> I I thought it was outstanding. I thought it was a good movie. I I enjoyed I enjoyed it. So. Especially when Doogie Hauser was like the scientist. That's right. I forgot that he was in that. That's crazy. <laughs> well, you know. So there, there you go. Anyway, I don't know how we. Oh, a Celebrity Apprentice. But I didn't watch. I didn't watch Celebrity Apprentice. It didn't. I, it does. It wasn't interesting to me. I didn't care who was going to work for Donald Trump. Well, what we were just talking about was actually a perfect bridge to our 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 next Donald Trump golden moment. Oh, please. Space Force. Yes. I'm joining, brother. Let's go. I I don't know that they'll accept me. <laughs> I think you actually at 36 is the limit. 34 or 36. I'll be 40 in like six months, so I, I'm out. I need Space Force to pick up within the next like three years because I'm I'm 30 now. So how does he introduce this? Sixth, it won't happen. No, of course not. I mean, how 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 does he introduce or or how does he? 
how does he peg that on uh, the Department of Defense and and uh, and the Pentagon to say, all right, I need uh, you know this is an order. You all need to go ahead and create this sixth branch of our military that will defend space. Well, what what he would have to do for it to be a logical thing, it's not like you're going to have Air Force, Army, Navy, Marine Corps recruiting and then Space Force building right beside right. it. It's going to be you're in the Marines, you're in the Army, you're in the Air Force, you're in the Navy, and this is your skill set. Now, you're you're you qualified to join the Space Force. You're in the CIA. You qualify to a certain degree to join the Space Force. They'll have they'll have certain uh like as I said, qualifications for you to join because it's not something. If it was a mass like opening, like yes, space force is a full blown thing. You can't just join it. You'll have space marines. You'll have space pilots. You'll have space blah blah blah. You have to have expertise. You can't just. If you join the space force, say it was created tomorrow, what are you going to do? What are you going to do in the space force? You're going to be building whatever the hell they're going to be trying to launch in the space. Sure. Which would just be space stations, but let's be honest, it would probably be a nuclear weapon. And and, and then, just as we left the uh, humans right human rights thing from the UN just now, uh-huh. we would just be breaking off from the treaty saying you can't have nukes in space. Right. That's that'd be it. That'd be it. You, we'd be building weapons to go shoot up in space. Right. And like a a star destroyer, probably right beside the moon. Hell, no, it's not on Trump. It'd be a Death Star. <laughs> Dad, the moon looks funny. That's no moon, son. That's the moon. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I just did a quick search to see if I could find what the qualifications might be for the the Space Corps. Space, uh, space, space Force. Space Force, whatever. Yeah, space, yeah, they're calling it either Space Corps or Space uh, Well, Space, space Corps would be better than Space Force. Yeah, that I agree. Dumb. Well, you, you could still you could call it Space Corps. You know, Marine Corps, Space Corps. I, just, I think that makes more sense. So the only thing that people are saying apparently that if you're going to make a if you're going to set the the, the requirements, um, uh, it looks as though you they'd probably just be very similar to the Air Force uh, in 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 detail. But um, what <laughs> you you can have a like you can have a, a Dagon Raptor pull up to the Air Force Raptor, but yours is like a shade darker. Yeah, like Space Force, no Air Force, no like. You know what I think it would be in in, in like in a hundred years? Do you remember the remake of Lost in Space that had Joey from Friends in yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I, they're just shooting lasers and fighting each other? Yep. It would just be what's going on on Earth. It'd be a bunch of fuck around up in space. That's it. I, I, I don't disagree. I think that that's probably, you know, I think that's probably exactly what it would be. So <laughs> that's exactly what I, it would be. I assume that you'd have to be a citizen of the United States or at least are seeking citizenship by going into the military, specifically the Space Corps. Um, you'd have to take the uh, the AFOQT. That's that, uh, I guess it's like a, a, a some sort of a test to measure intelligence. Are you talking about the ASVAD? No, they've got a different one for the Air Force. It's an Air Force something... Well, I know operation I, I, something. I was, I was almost enlisted in the Air Force. I went to I, the reason I didn't get in is I failed meds. I scored a ninety five on the ASVAB. Oh, okay, that's what they that's what they gave me, and I qualified to do rocket propulsion technology. Oh, okay. I I took the ASVAB. I failed. <laughs> I, failed I failed the physical part. Like, <laughs> you puked and then shit yourself. All we asked for was one pull up. That's it. Just one. Could you one pull? Can you do a sit? Well, no sit ups. Let me, let me 
as a little aside, let me tell you this story. For everyone else who's listening, and I know Ami's listening, and she'll come running up and tell me about it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so what what happened was is I, I wanted to join the military. I didn't want to join the Army or Marine Corps. I wanted, to, I wanted to do technology, so I wanted to join the Air Force. I scored really high on the ASVAB. That was awesome. I was hundred. I was 185 pounds, and they told me I needed to drop 15 pounds. And I had a week to do it because then I was going to go to MEPS, which is Medical Entrance and Processing sure. something. It's in Fort Jackson. So my recruiter and I, we went, and, he, and, and Fort Jackson's an Army base, so they didn't care too much for me being there as sure. an Air Force sure. uh, pulley. So... <laughs> We did it, and I was like, no, I can physically do it. I can do push-ups. I can run. I can do all this. But he was like, it's your weight. And I was like, fine. God. I was like, I'm 185 pounds. I don't feel too fat. He goes, do anything it takes. Eat salads, tuna fish. Just don't. So my mom comes up with the bright idea that I should take what you take to get a colonoscopy. <laughs> oh, you. That little that sweet, barium. That sweet drink, yeah. Oh, God. So it didn't kick in that night. I drank it, and I'm like. I had to get up at five o'clock in the morning and I drank it at like 12 during the day. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I need to know the day before it didn't do anything. And I'm like, this isn't working. <laughs> so we, we go there and I'm, I'm right at weight just from what I'm already doing, but I wanted to be like right in that weight. Yeah. Yeah. I get there and they don't play around. They're yelling at you. They're telling you to go sit at these desks and they're like, wait, your instructor is going to tell you what stages you're going to It's like a drug test, a physical eye exams, all that stuff. Yeah. And I look at him and I just feel my guts get on fire. Oh, no. And I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. He goes, you'll pee in a cup in a minute. I was like, you ain't got a cup big enough, brother. I need to go. (laughs) Let me tell you. So I went. I'm so dehydrated. I come back in there. I'm like, I might have to go again. I'm trying to pee in this cup and it doesn't happen. And they're like, you'll come back. They're running you through. They're taking blood. They're doing all this. He goes, what's he have? What hasn't he done? He goes, he hasn't peed. And the whole time they're talking. I'm sitting there like, I don't feel so good. I puked in a trash can because I was drinking water, trying to figure out, like just trying to hydrate and take a pee. And finally, they're like, you still need to pee. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm trying to pee. And there's two gigantic fucking army guys staring right at my junk like pee, pee. I can't. I can't do it. I'm like, brother, I can't. Like, I'm finally like, like, is this good? It's mostly blood. Oh. Is it good? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, I can't, I can't pee on command. I cannot pee in front of people. I walked into the restroom today, and, and two of the people we work with were in the bathroom having a conversation. First, gross, get out of the bathroom. Why are you having a conversation in the bathroom? Secondly, I, 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 walked, I walked up to the urinal. They're having this conversation. At this point, they've involved me in the conversation. I just I can't pee. Like it doesn't matter how many times I flush the toilet to make noise. I I just can't go. So I'm I'm standing there and I was like, you know what? I just, I give up. I'll I'll just I'll I'll come back later. So I I I, I zipped it up and 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 was like <laughs> I you know pretended like See, I did know, pee. I used to not be that way. <laughs> I used to I used to be fine. I didn't care. Ever ever since you have two grown men who could whip your ass, staring at your junk, telling you over and over to pee. Uh huh. It doesn't happen, man. Well, yeah, I yeah. So, I, I, regardless, I, I I think you're probably right. It's probably the same qualifications you have to meet for other branches of the military, and and 
being well, almost 40 is is going to make it I'm not available. Well, then I guess there's no way. They probably have record. They're like, you're not getting into Space Force, Mr. No P. I assume. Oh, man. <laughs> I assume that they'll probably pull from the other branches. I, I Mostly the Air Force, because the Air Force already has a space division to it. I mean, there is already a division that flies, you know, uh, suborbital you know, they already do this. So the idea that now we're going to have a space force that will, I don't even know what they're going to do. I, I mean, well, it's, it's kind of putting the cart before the horse. All yeah. right. So you want, you want to go to space when we don't have the technology to sustain what a space force would need. Then why don't you go ahead and increase NASA's budget? Right. And, and it, they're dealing with like 3%, which is billions of dollars, but it's only 3%. Right. Right. And get and, out of here. And, and and what they have the ability to to scan something like in a, in a given night they have the ability to scan something like less than less than 350th hundredths 350 hundredths of the actual visible um sky so i mean like we had well, that's a, where the james webb telescopes about to come in right well they so but it was just last week or the week before that we had an asteroid that came between us and the moon and it, it got spotted only only hours before it actually passed by earth so it's like no 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 they knew they knew okay well here's here's the thing people of earth <laughs> nasa is not reliable for a lot of things sure um nasa's basic job since inception in 1953 what is how do i get how do you get out of here it, it, it's all propulsion it's all survival it's all safety it is their whole thing is the travel part and there's extensions of nasa who deal with exploration and things like that the thing you have to rely on for things uh for viewing um potential earth uh collisions and um catastrophic events you the private sector is where it's at right nasa nasa could have been where spacex spacex is right now had they had the pro- proper funding they could have done it 50 years ago yeah no i i, I that's that's i assume that's probably correct i mean it's it it makes sense i mean we're only you know if you look at it this way first of all i don't i don't understand why he didn't call why didn't they just call it starfleet <laughs> right I mean, because we're only we're only like, I don't know, forty something years away from first contact. I mean, we're we're literally only. I mean, the Vulcans will be here in the next forty, what, forty five years. Hey, we're still working on the warp warp drive, right? Well, okay, so but the I I I don't I don't I don't know. I, I this is this is my whole field of things, Barrett. I, I I'm a total a total nerd when it comes to physics, especially astrophysics. Yeah things like that like that that is my niche we could be here for five hours so <laughs> buckle up people i don't know if i have the hard drive space <laughs> i i don't know i you know because uh first contact was april 5th 2063 so you know we're literally only 45 years away from that right well and think about it dude 40 years ago what were they using cell phones no Mm-mm. no in fact oh uh, yeah this was impossible. Right, right, right. Well, they had, we had, we had phones. I, I don't know. So, what is it? I, I don't know exactly how warp drive works. I know that basically it's not necessarily traveling, but bending space around you, so you can hop from one point to another. Even though well, a lot, a lot of warp drive at times is is folding the space instantaneously right. to travel to point A to point B. Right. 
So it's not necessarily that you're you're moving at the speed of light. It's that that you're you're going across folds of space in order to travel that distance, right? Right, right. Because gravity is a a basic like field, like like Einstein predicted. It's a fabric. Earth right. sits on it, and its mass bends into it. Right. So it folds space and time. So if gravity can do that, then you have to have a machine that can warp make that. so much gravity that it's going to pull two points together. Right. Right. Now, like Star Trek, what they do is on the front they pinch space, and on the back it's expanded, and the ship itself is in a bubble that's adherent to to all of that. Gotcha. It's, it's all theoretical. Like we don't even know. Of if course, it's possible. It's, it's it's just as it's just as fun as saying, well, of course, there's 32 billion infinite whatever universes there's another barrett right now and the only difference is the braves colors on your hat are green and black like on saint patrick's day oh I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> who knew the braves were pink and yellow who loved it <laughs> whatever it's, it's just it's yeah you could say that all day but play, play uh organizations like cern and stuff who will speed up particles to the to the speed of light and let them collide right and then read off of what happens like you need things like that. Agreed. People shouldn't be so afraid and have that uh, voodoo kind of juju thing about it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, so we 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 I know we talked about Trump and and I, I I will say I am thankful that he has issued an executive order that will stop the families from being separated. I, I don't right. know that it's actually going to stick. I, I don't know what the plan is from here. I guess over the course of the next few days, we'll we'll find out exactly what's going to What's going to go on with all of this? Because it feels like it was just kind of haphazardly thrown together to say, "All right, we're going to stop doing this now." And but what's what's the solution? What's going to continue to happen? Um, news broke this afternoon. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it yet, uh, so I may be dropping this bomb on you. But apparently, um, a couple of days ago, Comcast put in a bid of sixty-five billion dollars uh, to outbid Disney for. Fox's studios, including X-Men and things like that. You heard about this, right? Right, but Fox just agreed to Disney's $79 billion. Se- 70, yeah, 71 billion, 71 71? Point, yeah, 71.3 billion dollars to ensure that I will have Wolverine in the Avengers. Well, also, maybe <laughs> I, like to, I like to think that Disney did it because the head of Disney just wanted the original cut of Star Wars and had to have the rights to it. <laughs> that very well could be. And it's not even that they're it's not they're just looking for the distribution. I mean that's all they'll really get from Fox on the Star Wars because they already well, own LucasArts. They own they own the Star Wars story. Right. They just needed the distribution of Star Wars because because every time they come out with a Star Wars movie because of that title, Fox still gets money off of it without doing anything except exactly. for except for having their 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 lights and, and drum beat at the beginning of it. I'm pretty sure that's the whole reason you see Lucasfilm still yeah. at the front of the scroll. I, that it's is cause... it. That is it. <laughs> I mean, and, and Lucas sold all of Lucasfilm, but and people don't realize Lucasfilm, that whole company is, is not just Star Wars. No. The, every movie you see that you love and it sounds great and looks great is because of THX THX TH, but Lucasfilm in general, all movie companies usually go out to San Francisco, that area between Lucas ranch. And that's where they cut their movies. That mean, like uh, for an example, Kevin Smith, all his movies, right. They go to Lucas ranch, stay out there and cut them. Yep. 
Yep. Because yeah, yeah. that is where that is where the 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 entertainment industry took off. So if you're Disney, how pissed off are you over the course of the last three or four days to find out <coughs> that you had a fifty-two point four billion dollar deal, and now you're having to cut a check for nearly twenty billion dollars more? just to get a hold of Fox Studios and FXX and FX and all all of all of these uh, it doesn't include Fox News Channel it doesn't include Fox Business Network so Fox and Friends will not be well, more Disney like <laughs> yeah. we're not going to replace uh, Steve Ducci Ducci with uh, you know Winnie the Pooh how how more pissed are you being George Lucas realizing you sold Star Wars for 4 billion dollars <laughs> I don't think he's got to be too disappointed because at the time when he sold Star when he sold Lucas Arts to Disney, he I, said, "Hey, I, I fucked it up with George. It means you guys can have it." Yeah, basically. But I I, I want to say that I think the value was only somewhere around like one point one billion, and that was pretty much just because of merchandising. Well, the merchandising thing is what Lucas knew. He was yeah. like, "Shit!" Like that's I, I like. You're right though, because I mean. As a singular human being, a billion dollars, one just one billion. You're, he had four. Yeah, and he he still gets to go check out the movie sets and people exactly. go, "What do you think, George?" They He's ask like, him well, his opinion. Yeah. I mean, they see like, but where was he on Solo? I still have not seen Solo. I've only heard I bad seen things. It okay, seen <laughs> where was Lucas on Solo? Be like, no, 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 don't do that. I did that I, once. Where, what we need to do is you and me will go see Solo, yeah. and then we'll come on next time and be like, "Quick, a little thing before, yeah, let's talk about Solo." Really yeah, quick. well, I, I honestly don't think it'll be as bad as we want. That Alden <laughs> I don't want it to be bad. Look, he doesn't look like on Solo. Dude. Well, like, I look. I've said that. Look, I have. I, I have plenty of friends that that are that are huge Star Wars fans. Like their life is that they. they like they met their loved ones over Star Wars. They, they, I mean, they, 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 they know they their life. They know more about Star Wars than Star Trek. And and frankly, I I don't care which direction one goes, or the other. I'm just a nerd. I love both. But I'm telling you right now, Star Wars. Eight year old Zach King was over there like Han Solo in it up. Yeah, and Han Solo's my boy. Yeah, I have to have that. No, and I, I I understand that. But let's see, at eight years old, I I don't think Next Generation was quite out yet. I'm almost certain that it was not. God, uh, Barry, you don't have to tell people that. 1989. I was 1989. I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> you know how old I was? <laughs> One. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this was Zach King's last appearance. On <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. Hey, next generation hey, is still like hey, I love them all. Look, if we're still doing this in, uh, let's see, if we're still doing this in 50 years and I'm 90 and we're still doing these shows, half of this show is going to be you cleaning my diaper. No, it'll be me getting your kids to come in like, he did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pausing this show. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna keep recording straight through this, all the way through this. Yeah, that'll be tough. That'll be tough. But yeah, no. So, uh, so yeah. So Lucas, I'm sorry. So, so Disney has has thrown in another bid, and and apparently it's stuck. That, Fox took it. <laughs> yeah, Fox has Fox has signed on it, and and they're going to take their seventy one point three billion dollars, and 
I don't even know what they'd do with that. I mean, if you're Fox and or or if you are the company that owns Fox, which I assume was Fox, I don't even know who owns Fox. I mean, I just thought it, I guess it's News Corp. News Corp owns Fox. Well, here's what I hope they do with it: reinvent it like they've reinvented everything else. Yeah. Do the do the X Files, man. Oh my god. And I know they I know they re came back out with the X Files, and it was kind of so so. But they could totally just be like, screw it. No more David Duchovny or anything. Like, like let's re- do make the X Files dope. And right. Yeah, you just paid seventy million dollars, seventy billion dollars for this thing. You had the money to make X Files dope. Go do it. I need Jack Bauer to come back in twenty four. I need. That's already happening. Are you kidding me? I have not seen that. No. Yes. Jack Bauer's coming back as as. Uh, yes, they are remaking. They're they're coming back out with uh, twenty four again, and Jack Bauer is in. It. My life is my life is almost complete. Yep. Now like, I just I think I I think they only said there was like one cast member they couldn't get one or two, but yes, I'm not a big 24 fan. I actually never watched it, so I can't say I don't like it. Oh, but yeah. Have you? Okay. Well, okay. So you do have an assignment at some point. You're going to need to at least watch the yeah. first season. Watch some 24. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's they like any... Homeland. I've never watched Homeland, but people seem to love that too. I've I, I've watched the first five seasons of Homeland, and and honestly, I I like Homeland. I I'm not a big fan of the the girl that's in it because it's hard to watch her act because I don't I don't Claire Danes. Yeah, she's she she just has a weird delivery, and I'm I'm not a huge fan of her delivery. But you know, it's it's not a bad show. I I liked I liked when they had the American that was the 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 guy that was the the terrorist, you know, that, right. that he had been brainwashed to, that was the, the Claire first. Claire Danes kind of has that Mark Wahlberg thing where she always looks confused as to what's going on. <laughs> I don't remember where I saw <laughs> it, but I saw it was, uh, it was Andy Samberg, uh, or Adam Samberg. Who, which one is Andy he? Samberg. Andy Samberg. Andy, it was Andy yeah. Samberg doing his impression of Mark Wahlberg on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> he was, he was, he, this is the Mark Wahlberg show. We're here looking at a dude. We're looking, we're here looking at a goose. Hey goose. <laughs> how you doing? All right, the goose, Andy, in, the goose isn't talking right now. We're gonna move on. This is a hippopotamus. What's up, hippopotamus? You know, it's just it's yeah, it's yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. It is perfect. Uh, Andy Samberg, he, like his impressions aren't always spot on, but yeah. when he has a good one. They're good. Like he does the perfect Nicholas Cage. Oh yeah. Like he he did the uh, like he's like, oh, we're gonna go to the tomb of Abraham Lincoln's dog. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like I I I just lost it. Like. Perfect. He looked just. He he sounded just like him. It was perfect. It, it was great. I, I will say that that is that. So there's, and, and I know this is probably only siding with some of my Republican friends, but um, I do like the fact that Andy Samberg's show got picked back up, but it'll just be on NBC now. So uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine got dropped from Fox. It'll be on NBC. NBC. Yeah. And, and I am glad that uh, Last Man Standing with Tim Allen is going to be back. I know. I know. He's, that was a great show. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was That's a terrific show. show. And 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 I it's like kind of like watching Roseanne. I didn't think watching Roseanne's new show was more you know conservative or, or Trump leaning than than the other characters were more you know liberal leaning. I thought that it was pretty even. I thought that it was well, good. At the same time, Tim Allen wasn't out there saying racist things. Not on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, Tim, I mean, let's face it. Tim Allen was in prison for cocaine charges. Right. Well, and so well, that's like, not a perfect guy. But that's like that's like I really like who's the guy that does that show dirt or used to do the show Dirty Jobs uh, or Dirty, Mike, yeah, Mike right. Rowe. 
So I I used to really like watching Mike Rowe. And yeah, I kind of got the impression, even watching his show, that he probably had some fairly conservative values. That's perfectly fine. I have conservative values when it comes to, you know, fiscal conservativity, conservatism. Um, you know, I I have my my faith and my family and 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 whatnot, and I, and I want to protect them, and I want to I want to you know protect my financial interests and things like that. That's perfectly fine. But I also I I I lean left and liberal when it comes to wanting to help people and wanting our government to take care of people <laughs> well, that need uh, well, to be taken think, care of. I don't think that should be considered less leaning. I think wanting to help people should be a, just a, a normal thing. But yeah. you get qualified as a liberal right. by other people. It's like. Oh, I want to help somebody, so therefore I'm a snowflake. Thanks, exactly. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's asinine, but it, it is what it is. So if, if that's if that's how it has to be, if I have to be considered left leaning because I think that we should have social programs that take care of people like Social Security and disability and Medicaid and things like that, when when people right. can't themselves afford to take care of themselves, you know, medically speaking, their health, things like that, then yes, I absolutely believe that our we, we're the richest country on the planet why can't we do that so regardless uh holy shit i can't remember where i was going with that (laughs) it's all good well regardless anyway so yeah so last man standing is coming back and so and 24 jack bauer and 24 or i'm sorry i keep saying jack bauer Kiefer sutherland because his show on abc got canceled and i did read that if if they decided not to carry on with designated survivor that they would throw that, that Jack Bauer had, or <laughs> that Kiefer Sutherland had already been in discussions to bring back 24 and his character, uh, Jack Bauer. So, you want to blow my mind? Let's go ahead and make 24, but base it like 100 years in the future, and then have his dad play him. <laughs> I have a hard time believing that Donald, Donald Sutherland's playing anything other than some character where he just stands in the same place. I want him to have the fastest fucking like hover wheelchair I've ever seen. <laughs> the bomb's going off. <laughs> Just going. <laughs> oh, poor Kiefer. Oh, I would watch it. I really hope Kiefer doesn't look like his dad when he gets to be his dad's age. Well, see, I never liked Kiefer Sutherland ever since I watched Stand By Me. Oh, yeah. Like, there, there's that jerk. And yeah. then Lost Boys. He was a jerk in Lost Boys. Kiefer Sutherland played a jerk for almost i mean he's a jerk in 24 yeah for the most part yeah 100 percent. actually I what's think, funny is if I you watch he's just like i'm an asshole i need to play an asshole if I'm you watch an if you watch designated survivor you recognize it's pretty much just jack bauer up there as the president <laughs> it's it's yeah. Kiefer for the jerk as president i mean i you know i'd have voted for him i i mean so <laughs> my god that man he's a jerk but he gets it done oh love it Anyway, so well, and just to add to your continuation thing with uh, all that, Lucifer got picked up by Netflix. Did it really? Yeah. Okay. Never watched a single episode of it, and has nothing to do with me being atheist. But yes, it got picked <laughs> up. <laughs> well, I mean that's, I that's good. I I've not I've not actually watched uh, Lucifer yet. I don't. I I will not. In- won't watch like Iron Fist and stuff like that, like the Defenders. Like I watched Daredevil, and then they're like trying to make the Defenders, and they about canceled that. Like, yeah. Iron Fist and stuff. I'm yeah. Like, Whatever. Let's see. There's so many shows they come across my feed, and it's stuck up here in my brain. I can't deal with it. 
Yeah, I, I just know it. There's an article here. It says 24 Kiefer Sutherland talks about returning to Jack Bauer. This was uh, this was just uh, a week ago. So that's right. I, that's terrific. I hope that. Uh, I'm glad I had a revelation for you. I appreciate it. No, that made my <laughs> night. That's I mean, you know, on top of the president signing an executive order to end a policy that he and his attorney general created, I think that's you know, uh, they they that that was fantastic. Very happy. Well, there we go, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, also, this one you may not know, but you know how uh, they have Star Trek Discovery right now? I do. I do. Captain, they, they're talking about having John Luke Picard come back. Yeah, except, okay, so I assume that will not be on Discovery because the problem with, with on Discovery, Discovery takes place when Captain Pike is the captain of Enterprise. And I'm not quite, which is, which is before Kirk. So right, right, you're talking yeah. you're talking a hundred and or you're Admiral talking Pike. yeah Admiral yeah except I think when dis- during discovery he's still right. captain yeah. um, and I think and and I I could be completely wrong but I'm not sure that it falls in the same timeline as the movies that we we have now I don't I don't think that I don't I don't think it's the same timeline I think discovery is in the timeline that the next generation came there's a whole lot of confusing shit okay. So I think that discovery discovery takes place during the same timeline that Next Generation and um, Voyager and all of those were. So right. it falls after the Klingon War or during or after the Klingon War, um, which means that Captain Pike being the captain of the Enterprise is actually a longer trip than he was captain of the Enterprise during the movies because in the movies, one mission and he was he was captured and then he was no longer captain. So, I'll tell you this: they could absolutely like they would have me every night. Oh yeah, when it came out, if they just like were like, "All right, we're doing Next Generation again," and they're just continuing. Yeah. Oh, I think that'd be phenomenal. Okay, fine. You Let's know, go. I'd be disappointed for Riker the fact that he's still a commander, but you know, <laughs> poor dude. <laughs> well, then you you would have to have something like he does something. Like in in the in the space in between where we weren't watching, where he gets demoted back to commander. All right, number or, one. Or, or, yeah. Number <laughs> one, go clean up my number two. <laughs> number one, I need to go check on number two. <laughs> I am excited though. I saw that Discovery got signed on for they, and and I know that it's on the the CBS all access platform. I don't only care. only reason I won't watch it. I care. I absolutely care. Oh, well, I I download it. Stick so. it up your butt. I'm not watching it. <laughs> not watching it on your app. Oh, I'm I'll doing it. I'll bring it to you. <laughs> well, do that. Please do that. I will watch it, but I'm not I'm not I'm not doing your app. So it I'm was not doing I will it. say, let me just tell you, it was it was terrific. It was it was it was I heard like very good things. It was yeah. like watching a very high-quality 1-hour movie every week. It, it really? was it was really good. I'll bring it to you tomorrow. All right. Please do because, oh, so are you? Is it Sherlock good? Like I'm watching an hour of like good greatness the entire time. I thought that it was fantastic every episode. I thought it was awesome. it was it was really awesome. good every episode. So, and the chick from The Walking Dead is like the main character of the whole thing. She's half human, half. Um, She's not actually half human, half Vulcan. She was adopted by um, Spock's parents. Oh, what? Yeah, she was adopted by Spock's parents and was taken to Vulcan and basically taught as a human or or educated as a human in Vulcan culture and science and learning. So, 
really good. It was really Please good. Do. Like it was That's a there awesome. were some there were some twists to it that I did not see coming, and it was just it, it was. I, it was just really good. So I, I will, you know what? And then next time we do a podcast after you've watched uh, at least the first episode, then then we can discuss it because I'm I'm going to go back and watch it again because I think, oh I'll binge it I'll binge it through and there you go. Well, I think there's 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 like 13 episodes. <laughs> and uh, try me. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> do you, sir, have anything else that you would like to discuss tonight before we end this? I do not believe so. I am I am working on, um, and we had talked about it, but I'm working on a couple other podcast ideas sure. um, for some stuff that we're writing out. And maybe maybe we'll, we'll talk about it in, in the in-between time, and maybe we'll get it out some next time we get together and talk. That would be cool. Um, I want you to know that I am still holding you to the not trimming your beard until football season or after football season. I haven't either. Look, look, this is... I hear you. you I can, even have a big old gray hair coming down right here. You have I'm one gray stuff. hair, you bastard. <laughs> I'm only 30, man. I, I just, can't even it's, count it's, it's the number of gray hairs I have. Hair. <laughs> yeah. That is true. You got, you got the old man Logan thing going on. Do I? Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> This is this is going to be atrocious by the time we get to the other side of football season. Oh, yeah. It'll... it'll, it'll we're gonna be there. We're gonna be look like the lumberjack bros going through there. Uh, we won't have any more friends. No, it's all we'll done. Be su- we'll be super skinny from all our running and exercising. <laughs> well, you might. <laughs> I, I've been I've been doing this since February, and and just as an update, I don't I don't know that I talked about this on the show before, but I did start dieting um, beginning of February, and since February, I've lost seventy five pounds, which is which is a huge number, but. I, I I don't know what it is about me and my personality, but when 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 anyone ever says anything about like oh you you've done great you've lost a lot of weight I it, it it just rolls off me because I don't feel like I've worked that hard to to get to this point I feel like all I've really done is just changed my diet and not not indulged like I would normally indulge or like I used to indulge I mean I, I'm and I'm satisfied so I, I I I think that I have altered my life in a way that has created this change and and this difference but you know losing 75 pounds I still have another 30 that I want to lose so well, it all takes time I mean you have to you have to you're you're older not yeah so you're old Barrett, but no, your no, metabolism no does slow down no no i'm old i get it i feel old i i look older well when i was 26 i i didn't i didn't have a vehicle and my dad didn't do me too right when it came to taking a vehicle i was using yeah so i had to walk to work for three miles for three months i lost 50 pounds because i had to do it i had a higher metabolism sure and now that's kind of why i have that three mile benchmark yeah. that I'm trying to work my way up to. I, like, I can't just go out and do three miles every day at the moment. I'm doing that one and a half to get my yeah, yeah. body used to it, get my legs used to it. But after that, it'll come up. It's it's, it's a thing that you build into a habit. Yeah. Well, that eventually, one day, you're going to look in the mirror and go, I feel good. I feel more comfortable. And then you'll look at an old picture and go, I don't ever want to go back there. Oh, yeah. Well, For me, that's like my, my whole thing. This isn't my first time doing this. When I got married the first time, we got the pictures back. And this was 2006. We got the pictures back uh, from the wedding. And, and when I saw the pictures, I was just horrified by what I saw in these pictures. I, and it, right. it, it, it made me sick to my stomach. Um, and, and from that point 
forward, um, probably about a month later, I started doing a fairly intensive shake diet. Um, and I was, I was walking three miles or two miles a day at work. And then I was walking, walking, um, I, I would get home and I would do another three miles at home every, every night. So I was doing five to six miles of walking, not just counting regular walking a day. And, I went from weighing 390-something pounds, I dropped all the way down to 220 in about eight months. Um, that's, a, that's awesome. It was, well, yes and no. It was it was also terrible for the, the fact that I did not actually change my lifestyle in a way that, that promoted me keeping that weight off. It was it was that I, I I did it and it was just sort of like oh I accomplished this and then I went right back to it I went right back to the the same habits that I had before so this time I that's, feel that's the hardest part right this time I feel like it's different I feel like this time I've I've changed I have changed the lifestyle in a way that that will allow me to keep this weight off and continue losing the the thirty or so pounds or more that I want to lose you know I I. I, I feel better. I think I run faster than I do than I did before. I I, I don't know for certain because I haven't really made it on base that many times recently in kickball. But that, by the way, don't forget that uh, we are going to try and do uh, softball this uh, this this fall winter. So that'll be. Uh, I'll be there and I'll be in uh, bat in shape. Yeah. Well, I hope someone is because I'm a terrible batter. I've never been a good batter, and and you know that's just how it is. <laughs> I was going to tell you this too, because uh, I, I I'm using the same app you you use to track your running, sure. your, uh, your times and stuff. It makes a world of difference to have you like my time when I when it when I'm done with it and you like it. Yeah. it's just a, kind of the extra motivation. So I appreciate it, and I have now followed you back. So when I see you run, I'm going to like it. And that's that motivation, man. Well, I appreciate you always got to have that. You got to have that person in your corner that that'll sit there and push you to keep doing. And just like you said, falling back into old habits. About like four months ago, I had lost twenty pounds, and I was feeling really good about myself. But I fell right back into the habits that I, I swore to that I would. I'll tell you, one of the biggest things is is I don't go out to eat um, for lunch almost at all. I we we will go. Right. I, I'll go out maybe once a week, but in the last few weeks, it's dropped to not going out to eat at all. I mean, I think we've gone out to eat maybe once in the last couple of weeks, and it's it's. It's mostly because I feel like I can control the diet. I can control what I eat better if I am at, uh, if I'm, if, if I bring it to work and, 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 and I don't mind eating in the break room because I, I, I'm getting away from my desk and I don't have to look at work. So, you know, eating at, at the break room is fine, but yeah, yeah it, you're right. It's, it's a lifestyle change. And, and I, I think that I have accomplished that this time. I, th- I, I believe so. I think I think and I think there's a benefit to to establishing a a longer term goal that you'll commit to say it's 90 days right. and within within when you get past the 30 then you've you've kind of mainlined what you can and can and cannot have sure. and then and then it becomes you've worked into this th- this little group this little limit that you set for yourself and you you come to realize your treats that aren't so bad for you once you're within that sure. and then you stick with it right so that's what I'm trying to do now. I'm doing this one for 60 days, uh, running no matter what for 60 days. So are you actually running or are you walking? Uh, I'll do the walk and then I'll do the run. That's okay. why my times are kind of inconsistent. Well, I um, one of the things I I, I, I I have my Fitbit and I use my Fitbit when I'm um, when I walk and and I wear it all the time. Um, but if if you know Fitbit, then you know that they also have these these challenges where you can. Um, 
you can challenge people you know, or you can be in a challenge and 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 try to. Um, it's like the work. I'm in a work week hustle with a me right now, and I am. Mm-hmm. I'm at forty thousand steps for the week already, and. I won't tell you what she's at because she'll probably punch me for even mentioning this. Okay. (laughs) So regardless. So, but I've been in other challenges with individuals and, um, I, 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 while, while I don't mind the idea of being someone's inspiration in, in getting themselves out and working out or running or walking or whatever, I don't mind being their inspiration. I, I am modest in the sense that I don't necessarily, (laughs) I don't, I don't want to be responsible for it. And, and, and so if like, so there, there's an individual we work with who, 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 uh, I'm not going to say he cheats. I'm going to say that, that he, he has figured out a way to get more steps, uh, without walking. Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> he gets on, he gets on the, the stationary bike and he's got, and, and, and literally he puts his, he, he straps his Fitbit to his, his leg and he gets on the stationary bike and he'll be on there for an hour. Well, yeah, in an hour, I could probably get an additional five or six thousand. No, I mean, I can do that walking. I can get six thousand steps in an hour walking. But on the stationary bike, I could probably get twelve thousand steps an hour. So what would happen is I would go to bed being like six thousand steps ahead, you know, not not really caring that I'm ahead. But at the same time, if if a competition, then I, I at least want it to be a competition. I don't want to knowingly have uh this this weight on me because there's someone that that is circumventing the system and they they're basically attaining more steps without actually doing the work right they knew that they were doing this and and when i when i mentioned it you know he slipped and he said he said oh yeah no 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 you know i i well i get on the i get on the elliptical oh yeah and then i strap my fitbit to my ankle that's cheating. Cheater. Yeah. So, you know, and I, I get the impression that, that because I'm not now doing the same challenge with people that might be doing that challenge with them, I, it, it's because I I am I am perplexed as to why he wouldn't just do the walking, you know? It, so <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it's, it's not really a thing. It, it's not really something that bothers me enough to be, like, on it, but at the same time, it, you know, if if I'm if I'm being challenged, then then I want it to be a fair challenge. A and, challenge, yeah. yeah, a real challenge. Yeah. So you know, I'm gonna get a shake weight to run with. I okay. So here's funny <laughs> funny story. The team that we're playing in kickball tomorrow night is a team called Sornex. Sornex is a is an outfit here in Lexington County, uh, just on the other side of Lexington, that actually manufactures gym equipment. So their employees are retired military or or you know uh, they've been they're all ripped yeah they're i mean they are unbelievable i one of the guys on their team he doesn't i haven't seen him play for them in a little while it's been a few months it's been a few seasons but he had to been like six foot ten and and he played first base and and as the first base coach i would stand over there and and i told (laughs) i called to the umpire one time i said this guy is not allowed to be out here wearing wearing uh heels this that is not fair I mean, he, you know, I'm looking at him. He is easily a foot taller. No, well, I'm six one. So yeah, he's why only are you like, playing first base for a professional baseball team, jerk. Get I up. mean, seriously. So anyway, but yeah, so we're playing Sornex. We were gonna, we were all gonna order shake weights uh, one season and come out, <laughs> just <laughs> you know, just. Uh, hey, when I worked at Goodwill, people donated them left, right, and center. So really? Sit there being like, I have. Yeah. 
I have never seen them. Well, I've not been to Goodwill a lot recently, but I've not. I've never seen them at Goodwill. That's. I wish. There's I wish. people who care about getting stuff more than you do. That's true. Like the people who knock on the door when we open, knowing that there's stuff on the shelves. That's probably true. Oh well. Anything else? Uh, I think I'm, I'm tapped out of ideas. Well. I am going to tap out as well. So, Zach, thank you again for being on the show tonight. I think Absolutely. I think we're just probably going to make this a regular thing, and then maybe we'll we'll bring other people on. I think your friend was going to come on tonight, but you said that uh, he is uh, he indisposed. In adult beverages. <laughs> that could have been interesting. Yeah, he's kind of got a week hiatus until he starts his new job, so I can't play. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Zach. Yes, well, thank you again for joining us. This has been All About Nothing. We will see you next week. Absolutely. Peace, people. The All About Nothing podcast is a member of the GOT Podcast Network.